Hey there, welcome back to Spellcast with Maggie and Abby. Maggie, what's today's word? Apollo. What do you want to say about Apollo? Well, let's go to the definition first, do you think? Sure, let's do it. Okay, the definition of Apollo is the Greek and Roman god of sunlight, prophecy, music, and poetry. Wow, he's god of a lot of things. Yeah. Or two, any of a class of asteroids having an orbit that extends from inside to beyond the Earth's orbit. So, what do you know about this god, Apollo? His twin sister is Artemis. Which is the Greek god of the hunt. Cool. Yes. I see that this definition says that this is a Greek and Roman god. That's pretty unusual, isn't it? That one god is in both Greek and Roman mythology? Yeah. That's pretty unusual. Well, there's one story about Apollo. He, or the older Greek deity Helios, had a chariot that he drove across the sky. And that was the sun. And... That story is part of the reason that when NASA was creating the first manned mission to the moon, they named the program Apollo. They already were thinking about mythological names because the first space mission, do you know what it was called? Wasn't it called Mercury? Yeah, and Mercury, we think of it as a planet, but it was also a god. So The messenger god. Exactly. Why do you suppose that when the United States first started building space missions, they named the very first one after the messenger god? Maybe they were sending messages to the stars. I think that's probably a pretty good reason. But when we get to Apollo, Apollo is not just any old space mission. It's the series of space missions that led to man walking on the moon. So to end our episode today, I want to play you something that is all about the Apollo missions, specifically about Apollo 11, the moon landing. Is that okay? Yeah. So we're going to spell Apollo and then keep listening, audience, so that you can hear our special interview. So Maggie, can you spell Apollo? A-P-O-L-L-O. That sounds right to me. Stay tuned for our special interview, and then next time our word is... Enjoy. One of the remarkable things about the space program in the 20th century is that for the first time, millions of people were able to watch exploration happen in real time. Rather than reading the reports of explorers published months or years after the expedition had returned, people could watch milestones as they happened. As a result, the general public gained a newly developed sense for what exploration is and what it means. The culmination of this collective moment of discovery occurred on July 20th, 1969. To get one perspective on what watching exploration felt like, I interviewed someone who saw the first steps man took on the moon. My grandma, Connie Quisenberry. Here's what she had to say about the moon landing. How old were you at the moon landing? You can ballpark it. How many years ago has it been? 50. 51. As of of 2020. I would have been in my early 20s then. How much did you follow the events leading up to the moon landing? It was definitely something that everyone was watching. 
was it just you when you were watching or were you I, I, there was some of my family I, I don't recall right now who which just exactly which ones they were but um, yes I followed it from the time it took off to the time it landed on the moon and I was sort of holding my breath that it would arrive at the moon when it actually hit the ground on the moon what was your reaction delightful happy joyful thankful <laughs> and how did everyone else around you react pretty much the same everybody was just delighted that it, it was accomplished that they had made the trip successfully did you think space exploration was a good thing for the united states to be doing i had some reservations about it um probably feel more comfortable with it now than i did then uh, it just seemed so risky at the time. And did, do you know anyone who had a negative reaction, like a, a strongly negative or any funny stories about? Oh, yeah. The I, there was a lady that my mom knew that she went, mom went, was in her house and she said, no, it, it, they didn't land on the moon. They didn't go there because she looked and she said, because it's not even a whole moon up there. But that was her viewpoint, you know, that she just was confused about it. But I thought it was rather amusing. That's one small step for man. So how how much did you get the sense that the moon landing or going into space was scientific versus political? I've never had anybody ask that question. <laughs> I felt at the time it was scientific. Um, there probably was some political involved in it because we were always in a race with Russia to do things first. Still are, I suppose, but I myself felt like it was a good scientific thing. I don't think that it's necessary to do it again and again and again, but I do think at the time it was something that was rewarding to the to the country to know that you could do that. I enjoyed seeing them accomplish that. I enjoyed seeing them when they actually got out of the, the space cap, capsule and got on the moon. And um, that part of it was just amazing to watch them try to walk because of the size of their steps. They didn't have that much gravity. They really had to learn to control their steps to walk. And uh, that was interesting. Um, and then, of course, the later ones where they had the uh, the little moon module thing, or not the moon module, it was whatever the rover was. I, I just I found all of them, I found them very interesting. After a while, I think it became... Um, I became kind of like ordinary to people. And the only other one was the one where the capsule exploded. That, that, was, that was when people started questioning whether it was a smart thing to do. 
I'm thankful that I was able to witness it.